0: Supportive team. Uh, Let's hear whether we have any apologies. The speaker obviously is out at the IPU, so her apology is given. Any other apologies we should note?
1: Deputy Speaker, we have the apology of House Chairperson Frolic, Deputy Chief Whip, Dr. Mulder,
0: and Mr. Heron, thank you, sir. Okay, All right. No, thank you very much, uh, those. uh, Are there any other apologies? If not, let's proceed to consideration of the agenda. Uh, Proposal for acceptance or amendment of the
2: agenda? (laughs) Uh,
0: Tasha moves
3: to the adoption.
0: Thank you, uh, Honorable Mazzoni, any seconder?
3: My hand is up, uh, Deputy Speaker, good morning. I second, my name is Pemima Chudina.
0: Good morning and welcome, uh, Honorable (laughs) Pemima Chudina, Chief Whip of the majority party. Seconds and the agenda is agreed to. We move to uh, two minutes. Uh, Corrections there on the first page, Honourable Members. Uh, Deputy Speaker. Honourable Singh. Yeah,
4: good morning to you and to all the colleagues, uh, including Edmund. I'm quite sure I attended my apology for that meeting. I don't see it recorded to Mr. Mbanga.
0: Thank you. All right, let it be corrected. Let's Okay, thank let's you. proceed. Yeah, thank you. Any other
5: corrections?
6: Uh, Deputy Speaker. Yes, Honorable Sheik. In the Chair, good morning to you, sir. In the Chief of Meeting yesterday, we resolved to address the Acting uh, SG, uh, Secretary to Parliament, as baby tio I don't know if you want to correct it. <laughs> we thought we
0: would have the word baby. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. She reserved the right to give us what we must tell her, what we must call her. Okay. All right. Any other uh, uh, correction on the minutes? Please proceed. Corrections. Um, um, any member moves for the adoption of the minutes? imam moves. It? Okay. imam moves with the amendment uh, as proposed earlier. Uh, any seconder?
3: I raise my minutes. hand. I'm not sure whether we've waived the right for one to raise a hand. We must shout at this platform. I, I'm I'm trying to be orderly. Raising hands, I'm not uh, recognized. Mr. Uh, uh, shaky, Mom, shouts and get recognized.
0: Honourable Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I guess it's the gadget that I'm using here because I, I I have to open this thing to be able to see that, but it's okay. I have it open now. Let's uh, see. You second the, the the adoption of the minutes, and we are we appreciate your seconding. Thank you very yes, much. No baby. need to shout. It's too yes, early I'm anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now let's move to the next matter. Meta. Matters arising. Uh, and on uh, um, uh, Honorable Majordina, do you have a list of the, are you going back to your job now? Do you have a list of uh, matters arising there? I'm happy to... No, I
3: was, I was relieved of that duty by Honorable Papo that Honorable Mr. Kraso will do it.
0: Okay, no, no, no. Papo does a good job now and then. Okay. He gives you relief. I mean, that's interesting. He's very favorable to his chief whip. Yeah.
1: Deputy Speaker and Honourable Members, the issues that we have, uh, the motions of no confidence are going ahead next week uh, on the 30th. But we just need to make the point that uh, the court case uh, initiated by the ATM, um, for now, we know it's scheduled for the 28th of March until there are changes there. And we have not had anything to the contrary. And uh, the Zondo Commission Part 3 report, the speaker indicated that she had received a uh, communication from the president indicating that Part 3 was available and that um, uh, communication from the president has since been published in the ATC. And the speaker is uh, receiving advice, both procedural and legal advice, on how to process Part 3 of the Zondo Commission report. The matter of alternative venue for the NA, the matter is receiving attention at the level of the Chief Leeds Forum. And it will soon be uh, in front of the executive authority. And uh, from there, we will then hear how the matter processed. Um, the lotteries Board uh, nominations for chairperson. Uh, the report was revived by the House and referred back to the committee for further consideration. Thank you, Deputy Speaker.
0: Thank you. Honourable members, there are matters arising. Uh, Honourable Singh, thank you,
4: thank you very much, Deputy Speaker, thank you for the report. Uh,
0: I see uh, your uh, hand, and it's not because you are from KZN. Uh, I just happen to notice your hand, so. no, Honourable Majorina must not say there is a bias on my part. <laughs> well, if there is, well, it uh, you know we brothers in arms. <laughs> 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 uh. So
4: yeah no thank you for the report uh, that was presented by honorable uh, by by Mr. Kassel I just want to know with this court case being on the 28th of march and supposing the court has to rule that we go the route of secret ballot uh, can can the table refresh all our memories with a secular or something on how it would work virtually if we had if we are forced by court to go on a secret ballot thank you
0: uh uh, that's very interesting speculation, uh, but uh, very unlikely. And the court has previously said this is our job. It will be our job. They won't do that. But nevertheless, let's give to, to Ndade procedurally. Uh,
1: Deputy Speaker, at this point, our um, virtual platform is not able to run a secret ballot. And um, so if a decision were to be that, um, assuming that it were to be that there must be a secret ballot, uh, the speaker would then have to um, uh, decide or give a directive on how to proceed with the matter.
0: Yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Honorable Papu?
7: My understanding is uh-huh. that.
1: My understanding is that if the court decides and we don't have a virtual mechanism, as the Mr. Castle says, the Speaker will have to decide that one of them will be to postpone the the sitting. Um, but uh, as you say, speculation may may not help us. But from what you just said, may have to postpone the, the thing, and then when we do it, when we come back. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very
0: much, except to point out that I agree that perhaps the underlying point uh, Honorable Singh is making is that we must be prepared, whatever outcome is, which is correct. Uh, uh, Honorable Mkhalipi.
8: And course, Deputy Speaker, I just want to be clarified. If the matter is uh, sitting on the 28th and the debate is scheduled on the 30th, if there is no decision, if there's no judgment on the 28th, what will happen?
2: Uh, okay.
1: Um uh, speaker, I would prefer that um we we defer it to the speaker um uh, to to indicate what will happen. I mean the motion belongs to the the one, to the ATM, and the other is a, is a DA's motion. So the parties might want to decide how they proceed with those motions. The motion can always be withdrawn, um, has been postponed before. Um, so at this point, it's difficult to speculate what will happen. Uh, but I'm sure by end of business on Tuesday, there will be a direction in that regard. Thank you.
0: Okay, honorable Machodina and honorable Masoni afterwards.
3: Thank you very much, um, uh, Speaker. Deputy Speaker, let me concur with Mr. Castle that at the moment we don't know, and uh, parliament is not interdicted. And if there is, my understanding is that if there is no judgment on. on 28 we have to proceed um uh, uh, on how we have planned to deal with that those motions not unless there is a there is a turn from 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 a, a court at the moment it is nothing that stops us not to continue on the 30th thank you
0: okay Honourable mazzoni uh,
5: Thank you very much, Deputy Speaker. Deputy Speaker, I would just like to raise the fact that I have um, on numerous occasions written to the National Assembly table explaining in great detail the way the OPA system works, the OPA vote system works, which is the online platform uh, voting system, which was used in uh, more than one DA Congress, uh, one Congress having uh, almost three Thousand members uh, on the congress it is the most simple and effective uh, online platform voting system used it has been used around the world it costs virtually nothing and i would just like to voice my disappointment that um we are we are asked to raise and to submit uh ideas and and um, suggestions to the table but it seems that these are filed in file number 13 otherwise known as the dustbin because we never get a reply on it uh, we you know they say thank you very much for you know for your suggestion and then nothing ever happens on it there are ways in which secret ballots are conducted the world over and uh, it is hard for me to believe that after all the information that I've given to the National Assembly table after all the letters that I've written to the speaker, that we now sit less than a week away and we are still contemplating uh, what will happen on the 28th. Um, We cannot prejudge, um, and I don't like the fact that uh, there was a giggle that it was prejudged uh, uh, that that the, the court would find uh, the, the secret ballot would be allowed. The courts are allowed to find whatever they like to find. Uh, and that is their right. It's not up to us just to, to prejudge. And there is a very good chance that the court finds that there should be a secret ballot. Uh, there, there are many tests that the court will use, but I don't like the fact that we are unprepared, even though a specific party and it could be me, it could be any other party um, that has submitted a, a, a very uh, optimal voting system um, that, 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 that's been used the world over, and, and apparently that has not even been considered. So I now wonder if I just waste my time when I'm asked whether or not uh, there'll be a chance uh, for, for parties to be heard, because clearly we are not being heard. And uh, I'd like to voice my discontent at that. Thank you, Deputy Speaker.
0: Uh, thank you, Honourable Mazzoni. The will tell you how you are wrong in thinking you are not being heard. Honorable
4: uh, Morning, morning, Deputy Speaker and colleague. Good uh,
0: morning.
4: See, I found a platform, Deputy Speaker, uh, cool. maybe we should always talk on this platform on this meeting rather than at the house. Uh, in the house, Moulin. Deputy Speaker, I think Honorable Hope Papo actually said it accurately. That um, we are politicians, we are national leaders. We must be seen to be respecting the the court process that is currently underway. Perhaps the most sensible thing to do is to reschedule the motion. While it's up to a political party to move, it, but it's still, uh, it's the discretion of the speaker, obviously, to be able to say uh, when can it be scheduled. Maybe this motion should be scheduled after recess. By then will be clear as to what the position or what the judgment or the fact of the court is on this particular matter because whatever we do must be informed by the court process ultimately the outcome of that process you might find that uh, some parties might also not be happy with the outcome of that process and that process might lead to an appeal so it's better that we actually schedule it for after recess that's my suggestion so that we allow the court to make its decision
0: consider that and factor that decision into whatever process that's going to unfold later thank you thank you i see honorable sheik imam
6: yeah thank you very much deputy speaker i want to concur with the honorable Konkwa. uh we you know uh, this matter is being heard on the 28th and we know out of experience Many of these judgments are reserved, uh, and of course, yes, if it goes any other way to what a particular institution wants, then it might go on appeal and things, and it's going to cause chaos for us in terms of being prepared. So it might the appropriate thing might be to let it come up in the next term so that we'll have adequate time judgment could have been given, and if necessary, if it's now going to be a secret ballot, Parliament will have adequate Time to be able to deal with it. So I think to rush it and, and leave it on the order paper right now, given what is happening, I think it's, it's going to cause us, uh, uh, put us under unnecessary pressure. That is my view. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh,
0: honorable class, honorable members who have spoken before, I'm assuming that you haven't lowered your hands. Can, can you do so, please, if you are not wanting to speak?
2: Okay. David Klausu? Uh, David Speaker, with your permission, I've asked ICT um, to join the meeting.
1: Um, yes. They've been doing a lot of work on the issue of uh, voting secret ballot. And they've also tested um, the facility proposed by uh, the DA. And um, I understand at some point there was interaction between our ICT and, um, and the DA on the issue. Um, so I've asked the CIO or Mr. Ravi Ponia to join, and I'm still just looking for them. If the minister will indulge me, maybe later on, even if we deal with when we deal with the program, to just say what has been done to date. Yes. On the yes. Issue. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. Okay. That's, uh, uh, let's let's uh, yes. I I I thought um, maybe Honourable uh, Mazzoni should have asked. So that she gets to hear what the outcome of that interaction was but uh, well, let's give Ravi uh, an opportunity later to speak uh, I see the acting secretary's hand up
8: morning deputy speaker it
9: was really on the same matter I wanted to reassure, reassure members uh, on aroma zone that in fact ICT has even done some demonstrations within staff and between the NA table stuff and the NAPC ta- and the NCOP table staff. And they were at a point where they're going to be piloting these um, tools with the members. So there has been work done. We did not ignore anything at all. So I was just uh, supporting what um, Masbulele was saying. Um, thank you so much, David Speaker.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Now you're putting us in a difficult position, but that's fine. Uh, Honorable mkali
8: uh, Deputy Speaker, I thought that the chief of the majority party will come on this issue uh, to remind us, because I think that at some point, including the proposal of the PA, was also engaged in the chief's forum, I think that we need to go back to the chief's forum if there is a program on the side of parliament, instead of receiving the comments from the ITC from this platform. Because we, as political parties, we even said then, once parliament have taken a decision on how to proceed with the secret ballot voting in the platform, we need to take it back to our caucuses as well. It's not a matter of getting a presentation at this level, and then we can take a decision. So I think this matter can be taken back to the Chiefs Forum so for all members to engage thoroughly and to get information, and after that we can say safely that we can proceed. Thank you, Deputy Speaker.
0: Um, okay, let's uh, let's just uh, say that uh, we will, uh, let's Honorable uh, Mkhalib, I plead with you. Let's give uh, Ravi an opportunity to just say as part of work in progress report uh, and the process you are outlining will be engaged with, as you suggest in, in both forum uh, because the authority actually lies with the speaker. Finally, what decision gets made on the process? Um, so we will operate, uh, in other words, give an opportunity to the chief forum, as you suggest, but uh, uh, yeah, Later on, we'll give Ravi an opportunity just to, uh, as part of working progress, it helps. I think members have been keen to hear that, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next, um, uh, that's uh, Advocate Dau.
2: Good morning,
7: uh, Honourable Deputy Speaker. Uh, Honorable morning. Good morning, good morning. Yes, uh, our presentation, Starts at slide number four. On this slide, uh, the PC on Justice and Correctional Services has uh, passed the interim report on the cannabis for private purposes. In this report, the committee is requesting permission to go beyond the scope of the bill. The next update is on slide number seven. On this slide, PC on Cocta has finalized the Local Government Municipal Systems Amendment Bill. The next update is on slide number 8. On this slide, the PC on transport is continuing with the responses to the President's reservation on National Land Transport Amendment Bill. The next update is on slide number 9. On this slide, uh, we just indicate that the PC on home affairs is almost finishing its public hearings in provinces. The committee is currently in Western Cape with regard to electoral laws amendment bill. The next update is on slide number ten. On this slide, the standing committee on appropriations has finalised the 2022 division of revenue bill. The next update is Osama number 16. Uh, on this slide, the PC on transport is having briefings on the 22nd. It had briefings on the 22nd with regard to the pe- petition that the- it was received from ukashamba local municipality residents. This concludes our reports. Deputy uh, Speaker Kialewo. Uh, thank you
2: very
0: much, uh, honorable members. Let's uh, give to the uh, bills report and uh, we'll discuss them together.
10: Good morning, honorable deputy speaker and honorable members. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, with your permission, deputy speaker, I'd like to say with a view to consensus voiced regarding the public's lack of consideration when we report reporting this committee, I went back and double-checked our systems to see what we could do better. So what I can say is the Bill's office currently has a mailing list with hundreds of subscribers from both the public and private sectors. Every Friday afternoon, the deputy speaker, the most recently updated documents on bills before parliament and proceedings on bills are distributed to that group. Furthermore, These two reports are posted on Parliament's website every Friday. We ensure that they are always up to date and relevant, and we receive requests for people to be added to this mailing list on a regular basis, which we gladly accept. We are confident that the public's interest in obtaining information on legislation before Parliament is fully considered. If not, Deputy Speaker, we are willing to revisit it to see if there's anything further we can do to accommodate them in full. And with that being said, Honourable Deputy Speaker, today we will just cover again Slide 6 on our report in which the Standing Committee on Appropriations reported on the Division of Revenue Bill, which is currently on the Order Paper for Consideration and Second reading and second reading debate this afternoon. And for information purposes, um, Honourable Deputy Speaker, I'll report that on the list of bills before Parliament, which is not displayed Uh, in Section D, Item 2, the Select Committee on Trade and Industry, reported on the Compensation of Occupational Injuries and Diseases Amendment Bill, which is B21B of 2020, and it's a Section 75 bill, and the committee reported with proposed amendments, which means after consideration of the report by the House, the bill will be referred to the Portfolio Committee on Trade and Industry for consideration and report. That is all from the Bill's office. Deputy Deputy Speaker, thank you. Uh,
0: Thank you, honorable members. Um, uh, Any comments on the Committee, and the bills. Uh, Honorable Zungul.
11: Uh, thank you, Deputy Speaker. Uh, my, I raised my hand before um, the presentation from the advocate. It was about the, manner, um, the matter concerning the the secret ballot. The office of the speaker did request parties to communicate with the speaker On their preferred method of voting, so that she makes uh, a determination. Now, the concern I have is that this is the last meeting before um, the the sittings hit um, the sittings set to um, vote on the matter next week, and there's no communication from the speaker. Now, this will um, this will. affect the planning in terms of the logistics, how are we going to get the 400 members to be in one setting? Um, should the Speaker decide um, it should be a matter of a secret ballot? And secondly, should the Speaker not decide it is a secret ballot and um, majority of the parties, or if not all of the parties have indicated that um um, they prefer a secret ballot, then it, be, it will be problematic um, when it comes to getting the views and the representation from the parties. So I thought, Deputy Speaker, that in this meeting, your office, you would come to the meeting and update and brief um, the meeting on what the Speaker has decided so that we can best move on for next week. Thank you. Uh, honorable members i
0: plead that we not engage here i kept quiet allowing the member to speak on a matter we have passed partly because i never saw his hand i have the screen before me i can now see all your hands for example right now and i suggest that uh, we will uh, request i don't have that information and or if the speaker had communicated to you to indicate your preference uh, the Honourable Council would have received that and would have spoken to that matter. Uh, I suggest that we skip it. Uh, the Speaker will be communicated with to indicate in one direction or another to communicate in the same manner that she did. Uh, she will we, we will receive feedback from uh, parties. I would assume so. That would be my request to you that we not go into it there. I saw the hand of no. Honorable Matjordina.
7: Thank you
3: very much, uh, uh, Honorable Deputy Speaker. Honorable Deputy Speaker, I welcome both uh, presentations from a uh, uh, committee section as well as uh, from the bills.
4: Um, I'm sorry, sorry. I
0: just.
4: Can you just, speak? I just it, yes, on. yes. Uh, no, no, the reason why I'm uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Chief Whip, I see you're already on the presentation. Uh, perhaps what I wanted to say was to say maybe we did not have a clear decision about the motion for next week. Are we going to proceed? Is it going to be postponed due to the court process? I mean, there were, there were different views about how to tackle it. I think we left the matter hanging. That's yes. probably where the confusion <laughs> comes from, yeah. So,
0: yes, and, we need yes. The, and the reason staff. is that uh, we, the Speaker must make the final decision. She will communicate to us and we will communicate to you. That decision is not made by programming, it's made by the speaker. We we, we plead with you to appreciate that and we will communicate to her urgently at the IPU uh, when she has finalised her decision. There are probably good reasons why she's not doing so. So we regret that we can't do it now and finalise it. Uh, that feedback will be given. Uh, Honourable members, I request us to proceed on that understanding. Please, let's not go into it. I plead with you. Thank you, uh, Honourable uh, Chief. We please proceed.
3: Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Speaker. Deputy Speaker, um, I welcome both reports. I just want to make a, 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 a plea to 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 committee section. If they could, um, in our in, in our in our in our next meeting, uh, not not next week. I mean, when we come back from uh, a constituency, if they could uh, just um, consolidate the t- the f- type of these petitions that we are getting. In the in the main, I've noted that uh, most of the petitions are about electricity most of the petitions are about water. And the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm requesting that chair, uh, uh, deputy speaker, is that uh, maybe at uh, this platform, we must be able to say, what are the these concerns that always come through the committee section? How do we then take them forward beyond this thing of a petition? Uh, can we have an, an integrated program of dealing with it? I know that... Um, when I served in the NCOP nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and four, when you because of the nature of the NCOP, you'll go out on a particular matter to 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 to, to meet with the communities, uh, not in a committee section, in a committee um, a delegation, but as parliament or as a house. So I'm I'm am I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm requesting chair that if you can just get a, a sense uh, where are these petitions uh, or, uh, coming from, all about. Thank you very
0: much. Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, are there still any comments on the report, the committee section report, and the bills? If none, let's proceed to consider the draft parliamentary program. <clears throat>
9: Good, mo- good morning, Honorable Deputy Speaker and colleagues. My apology for that. I was just hearing my voice. And having said that, uh, Honorable uh, Deputy Speaker, is that the approach that we will, will take in presenting this program is a twofold. We'll deal with the current program uh, and then we'll also table this, the second quarter program. If it's, that would be in order with you, then it can be engaged uh, a, a simultaneously both when members engage on them. Chair, okay. uh, in terms of uh, the, 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 the the quarter in question, uh, just to highlight that one, just for consistency purposes, that I would not go a day time by time, but I'll pick up areas where we think that are worth noting for this meeting. Reason being that uh, it hasn't changed much. Um, in terms of the outside bodies, the only one that I can comment in terms of the International bodies' Diary is that there will be a, a from the 4th to the 8th of April will be the Judicial Services Commission sitting. Um we are now in week nine, which is today. Um, is that um, uh, I will deal with the afternoon as promised in our previous presentations that uh, today's a uh, hybrid uh, sitting, which would be the consideration of the Division of Revenue Bill and the second reading of the Division of Revenue Bill and then followed by the uh, communications uh, report on the... On the uh, on the statutory appointments, um, and of course, chair, in terms of the three day rule, it has been also uh, been presented before the chief whip's forum, which is not a deciding body or a decision body. However, for political parties to note that uh, the. The chief of the majority party then will move that motion so that we are able then to deal with the division of revenue because uh, in terms of the no no of the portfolio committee on communications uh, uh, report on statutory appointments because they only adopted the report on um, no 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 the first item on, on 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 Tuesday so if you you calculate then there is no space for three days hence then there will be that need unless this meeting is uh, as otherwise may we proceed to 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 week ten. Um, Week 10, uh, thank you. Week 10, chair, nothing has changed. save to say that on Wednesday, uh, we'll be on the afternoon having a, 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 a hybrid sitting as planned. Uh, notwithstanding what has been discussed, but I'm dealing with the program, nature. I hope okay. members would not necessarily be tempted yeah, to go back to that. Good. So mm. there would be that uh, motion of yeah. no confidence on the in the president in terms of Section One O Two Two of the Constitution of the Republic, followed by the draft uh, 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 resolution by the leader of the opposition party a motion of no confidence in the cabinet in terms of Section 1021 of the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. So that, that, that's it. Let's go to Friday. Then Thursday, there will be a hybrid uh, uh, sitting at 14 hours, which will be dealing with an oral reply for questions by the Honorable Deputy President. And then it will bring us, Chairperson uh, Deputy Speaker, to the 4th, uh, until the 14th of April, which is the constituency period for members. Thank you very much, then Chair. As I indicated, may I then uh, ask the second quarter to be uh, quarter uh, program to be flighted. While it's being flighted, just to re- remind the uh, members that in terms of the international for diary, okay. it shall be populated as soon as we get the dates which fall within the second quarter. And also to stress a point that uh, the last Thursday of the month will be uh, dedicated for the multi-party women's caucus. We shall then also chair, continue to try to balance the revived items or reports and the current reports until we reach a stage that there is nothing outstanding from the previous years as it were. Uh, and also, in the uh, is that moving forward, we, we will have, where possible, hold our meetings or committee meetings or mini plenaries. Um, uh, 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 what's it in the house? Let me use that word in the house. So it will be both. It will be both a hybrid and also physical settings. So it will be reflected as such the other the last point which is the fifth point that i would like to highlight is that uh, we have scheduled also for this second quarter budget votes so far we've got nine votes that has been completed but they will be scheduled. i'll talk to the program on that and notwithstanding that we've got 41 uh, uh, budget votes however 34 is being informed by that the art departments that They've got various votes that they tend to represent them after we have agreed in this forum uh, through the the proper channels that they must be tabled as one, but for the purpose of voting, then they'll be separated. Uh, Let's go then uh, to the actual program, which will be week uh, week 11. Week 11, it's indicated as such that is constituent period from the the 18th um, uh, 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 oversight week. Let's go then to the uh, week 12. And week 12 then uh, is still a, a leave period uh, for members. But the rationale here is to ensure that members also, they do get uh, time also to do their constituent work and their political work. So we balance parliamentary work and and, and also and uh, constituent work. Let's go to week uh, 13, it would be week 13. Week 13, which will be in May, May on the Tuesday, and the standard of this week, uh, I would not necessarily repeat in other weeks, is that uh, uh, Monday, it's a, it's a public holiday, obviously, which is the 2nd of May, because the uh, 1st of May falls on the Sunday. Uh, on Tuesday will be a normal day for Parliament, which will be dealing with the, in the afternoon, as I said, I'm not going to deal with the, with the mornings because it's, it's generic. Uh, that is member statements, uh, legislation, uh, reports that would need to be populated there after completed an 80 seat, uh, then will be scheduled accordingly. And debate on the Freedom Day and motions without notice and notice of motion. On the following day, which is worth noting here, is the, if in the afternoon, 15 hours, the, uh, the, the economy cluster uh, um, questions for oral reply. Here also we're saying moving forward we'll ensure, we'll try our level best to, to, to advise the, the two processes that it ensures that we balance the departments where we don't end up only two departments or three, whereas the class has got more than a, a five departments so that all departments also find a space to, to be asked questions in the house for oral reply. Let's move to the Thursday. Thursday is the hybrid sitting. Noting what I said earlier on were applicable. It will be debate for a matter of importance. In the Chief Whips Forum, we said we're going to look at that and we said we are going to find a space in the second quarter. We have as a suggestion, that is why it's in red, a debate on matter of national importance sponsored by Honorable um, Sink, IFP, the the energy crisis and the threat of. Uh, protected failure of ESCOM, uh, that will be the debate we're putting there as a suggestion. Then the rest will be populated as we receive the reports and the legislations that needs to be processed in the House. Let's go to the week that deals with the budget votes. Yeah. Um, week 14 will be dealing with the budget votes, which will be both the visual and physical uh, will be depending on, on, on the schedules of the space. Uh, we will then on dealing with the vote one and two uh, or, on the first day on the on Tuesday, which uh, we must note that the sittings then will start at uh, in the morning for the purpose of processing these votes. Uh, they here vote one and two, the president is worth noting that the president will be in the house for two days. In this month, and then followed by vote thirty-three, and uh, and all the votes will be will be then indicated accordingly. Other than that, the rest then will be populated as we receive uh, 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 other 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 reports, and then in, in after we have concluded with the votes, then we will deal with the business as usual, which will as we it should be work on progress because it will be populated as we get the reports that have been will be have been ATC'd. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Thank you. Honorable member. Honorable members, any comment on the program? It's two parts as presented. Dante Klaso?
1: Deputy Speaker, I just wanted to clarify uh, in respect of the uh, budget votes in May. The reason we are indicating virtual slash um, physical, we have been asked to investigate the possibility of having these debates held physically. Uh, within parliament and by next week there will be a um, uh, clear direction in, in that regard so we'll provide the information by next week and um, and then the committee will decide whether they will be virtual or physical thank you
0: okay thank you very much uh, honorable buroto thank I've you honorable you. gohube you'll be next thank
12: you uh, deputy speaker Deputy Speaker, looking at the program, it says at the end on the first term that our constituency period ends the 14th uh, of April, but the next term only indicates matters from the... Not the, the the from after the, the that week of the fourteenth there is nothing we only the only indication starts on the nineteenth. I'm not sure if there is an omission or what.
0: Okay. okay. Um, Honourable gohube
9: Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Speaker. I just wanted to uh, get clarity from Honorable Lesuma whether or not um, dates have been set aside for questions to the President, in particular for uh, the second term. Um, I, I can appreciate that perhaps dates are still outstanding, but I just wanted to find out about questions to the President and the DP as the
3: requirement of once a quarter. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Any other question, comment on the program? Okay. Uh, go ahead, um, uh, Honorable Mainali Soma.
9: Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. We will note that uh, next week, in terms of our schedule, was the Oversight Week, and, the, and then because of the voting that needs to be in terms of the vote motions from the DA and uh, and the... Uh, uh, this other the other party.
0: ATM.
2: It's <laughs>
9: just like ATM. ATM. Oh yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking of money now, and then I'm just thinking how to say it. ATM, uh, then we, we 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 accommodated that. So the the following week then which Honorable Bonotto is talking to is the oversight week which we dedicate for, for, for committees to do their oversight. But I would request also Mr. Casso just to confirm, but I, I, I think I'm correct. In terms of the questions to both the president and the, and the DP, you will note that we'll be dealing with the, with the votes uh, and the president will be appearing twice. So we will see in communication with both officers whether is it feasible because ordinarily the president is supposed to a schedule time, which is once in this quarter, which means he will be appearing twice. But that's why I highlighted that. Vote one and two. The president will be in the house precise on that, and uh, but we we'll look at that the possibility and also follow the rules based on our decisions that we have we have taken. That uh, are we not over uh, populating them so that they, they they spend more time in parliament? However, we take the point, and the and the member or members should note that I said I'm only dealing with the vote, and also the skeleton in terms of how the, 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 the weekly programs is structured. As, as it will be working process, it will be pro- populated. But we must note that on the second of June, the president deputy president is there. It's just probably I didn't go further to other weeks, uh, running a, a, a risk of repeating myself in the other meetings, but I was just dealing highlight giving the highlights. So it is accommodated and uh, both president and DP is accommodated. Actually in May President would appear in twice. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Honourable members, the program is outlined as, as presented and responded to questions members have. Any last question or so? Can speak and uh, maybe, uh, yes, go ahead, speak. Um, Ms. Portman is here, There's the
1: CIO. Um, Sorry?
0: Oh,
1: yes. We, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Let him speak.
13: Uh, good morning, uh, Deputy Speaker and good morning, members. I hope you can hear me. Yes. Uh, thank you, um, Deputy Speaker. Deputy Speaker, Mr Castle asked me to provide um, an update of the activities that has ensued regarding the e-voting system. Um, so from a, a, a practical um, technological perspective, um, to date we have looked at 65 um, and the C65 electronic voting solutions against the functional criteria that was, were required by Parliament. Um, and these functional criteria uh, not only did it include the ability and the capability to do the secret ballot, but it also we also had to look, look at the, the current um, way that we are working now in terms of the, the, the hybrid way and the remote working, that we also needed to look at a single integrated solution. Um, so, to date, uh, it, we also looked at the ease of of, of of use of the of the system, especially for members of parliament, for the ability for members to access the, the e-voting solution via um, a web-based platform, where you can just click on the link and you will be able to re- to be requested to do the voting. So, thus far, um, Deputy Speaker, we have presented the solutions. We presented the analysis um, of the sixty-five solutions. We came up with two solutions that would meet Parliament's e-voting, or uh, electronic voting, criteria. It includes um, the ability to do the open voting as well as the secret ballot voting. It includes the reporting of the results. It includes the immediate reporting of the results. It includes various capabilities and functionalities. What we have also done is is presented it to the ICT focus group, which is a representative group of both um, NA and NCOP members of parliament. We presented it to the house secretaries. We presented it to the table staff. Um, We have also consistently presented an update to the NA chief Whips um, forum in terms of where we are. And yes, we have also assessed the, um, the application that was presented, I know, by the, the DA uh, Chief Whip, um, where the link was sent to us, and all that was included in the assessment. What we found that the solution that we came up with meets Parliament's um, requirements, I would say, about 90%. It also has a solution that will improve our interpretation capabilities So Deputy Speaker, the solution that we looked at not only involved electronic voting per se as well, but it also looked at improving the ability for us um, and for members to be able to work remotely um, on the current platform, including all the other capabilities. It was then decided that we um, pilot this, which we pursued now at the beginning of this financial year, in terms of the procurement processes that we need to do. And we um, are fortunate to say that we are nearing the end of the procurement process, which should be completed by the end of, hopefully, this week. Um, Thereafter, we will be able to do the technical implementation, and then we would be able to start the training for both members as well as the, the table staff. It's important to note that this application will be managed um, in terms of at the back end, so training will be um, exceptionally critical and crucial for us to do the implementation. The second part is is that um, and i'm hoping I can say that but what I did uh, get feedback at the especially at the NA Chief WIPS, um is that members also wanted us to go to the caucuses first the individual caucuses and to present the solution um, to them so that they can also um, get a, a, a feel. Um, I think the biggest thing was once you start um, doing electronic voting, um, it's about the trust in the system. And as much as we, from a technical perspective, can can indicate and assure that it is they would be technically secure, um, it still comes down to the use of the system, how easy it is to use, and then the trust that the members will have in the system. So um, Deputy Speaker, that's um, all that I can say at this stage also that um, the House Chairperson, Ms. Honourable Follick, has requested me this morning, I know he is in Indonesia, um, to provide an update on the e-voting as well, and I'm submitting that report to him as well. Thank you, Deputy Speaker. Uh,
0: thank you very much, Honourable Members. This is meant to be a work-in-progress report as requested. Um uh, I would imagine, because of uh, that being work in progress, uh, we would let the process continue, and uh, we will get feedback once the pilot, as indicated, is complete, and the implementation process begins, and the briefing sessions, in all the appropriate forums, uh, will be done. So thank you very much, uh, 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 Mayor Boltman. Thank you for that input. Uh, honorable members, is there any earth-shattering announcement from any of you? Yes, uh, Deputy Speaker. Yes, uh, Honorable Moroto
12: No, Deputy Speaker, it's not to do with programming, but I think it's an announcement I should uh, make up. Yes,
0: no, we are, yeah, we are done with programming. Yes, Honorable yes. yes. respondent no, to answer, no,
12: so it's I finished. Just,
13: I just want to
12: give... Give this announcement that uh, I've been informed by the administration that there is a a problem with the buses today because buses are being tortured. Thirty members are here. They will get information. We are trying to work on the. Uh, the shuttles to take members to Parliament today. But uh, the issue of buses is a problem. I'm not sure what is happening. So the bus company said they wouldn't be able to come out today and collect members. But we are working on it. There will be something that is happening around uh, half past 12. It might be shuttles just to make members away. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you very much, uh, members. That's an important announcement. Uh, Honourable members, um, there being no other comment, I declare the meeting closed.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. T. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
13: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.
12: Programming. Recording with, stopped. Um, sorry. It's
2: holidays on that week. <laughs> il faudrait que des